Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sunday Monday Show. Jane here, and I'm so excited to have you here to talk about a topic I get questions about all the time, and that is young adult groups. What are they? What are they for? How to find the right people? How to find the right group? And so, of course, I have enlisted the help of another friend uh, who just is the queen of young adult groups. So I'm very excited for you all to meet her today. Kendra studied business at the University of Minnesota and works in brand management in San Francisco. She learned the power of a young adult group in Minnesota, where she deepened her faith with the help of her peers. She later moved to San Francisco and found community in a thriving young adult group in the city. She soon joined their leadership team and created a hospitality role to make San Francisco a little more welcoming. Kendra is a newlywed who mastered the COVID wedding and has recently been enjoying cooking, virtual game nights, and time with her husband. You all, I cannot wait to introduce you to my friend Kendra. She's going to share her wisdom, answer questions you all have been sending in, and it's going to be a great time. So without any further ado, please help me welcome Kendra. Hi, Kendra. Thank you for being here. Hi, Jane. I'm so happy to be here. I'm thrilled to have you here because whenever I think of people who have made such a huge impact on a young adult community or a young adult group, you are the first person I think of because we're too kind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have a charism of hospitality and uh, you're just so good at bringing people together. Um, So I, I have been getting so many questions about young adult groups, especially as things are opening up again and people are starting to, to, to go to things, which is so exciting. Um, a lot of people are asking questions about, about young adult groups. And, um, so I'm really excited to jump into that with you, but first, can you tell us a little bit about your first job? Yes. Um, my first job was at my gymnastics gym. So I was 15 years old. I had been doing gymnastics like my whole life. And so they let me coach the preschoolers. And I basically, I call it like I tricked them into doing gymnastics, basically. Like they, you just like tell them, oh, you know, hop over a beanbag. And all of a sudden they had done a trick and it's the cutest thing. So that was my first job. I love that. That is so cute. I know. I forgot you were a gymnast. You, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can do a handstand like nobody's business. I do love doing handstands. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really fun. What a fun job. Okay. And now you are in San Francisco. You work for a really fun company. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do now? (laughs) Yeah. I work for Annie's homegrown. So like the Mac and cheese company. Um, So I have worked on their brand management team. So I've worked on their bunny grams and their cheddar bunnies. And right now I'm working on new innovation, which is really fun. So working from home, they get to ship me the product and I get to try all the new stuff. It's great. (laughs) It was a fun place to be. (laughs) It was amazing uh, having Kendra. We were in the, in a Bible study together when I lived in San Francisco and every once in a while, Kendra would come into my house with a box full of like gluten-free bunny grams. And I would do these really obnoxious (sighs) unboxing videos. (laughs) I was so excited to get my Annie's. Um, and we would have, we had Annie's for days. I remember under, like we had a cabinet of Annie's, so I miss that. Um, thank you for sharing. And yeah, Uh, one of the coolest jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. Totally. 
Yeah. So we met in San Francisco. We actually met through a young adult group. We met through a great young adult group, um, at our church there. And, you know, obviously you thought it was important because you went and I thought it was important and I went. So can you give just like a little overview of what a young adult group is like what it can be and, uh, why you think it's important or why it was important to you to get plugged in? Yeah. Um, I think first, first of all, like every young adult, I've been a part of a Minneapolis young adult group, a San Francisco group. My husband has been a part of a San Diego group. So I've gotten kind of a peek into that. Um, so I think there's lots of different groups, but I think kind of the thing that every group has is one, it's faith. So if you're going to a group, there's probably going to be a Bible study portion or a you know, speaker or some kind of talk that's like going to help you grow in your faith. Maybe it's adoration, something like that. And the other half of it is community. So in every group I've ever been in, either before or after you're going to happy hour or you're, you know, breaking into small groups or you're like learning about the community. So um, I think, yeah, why, why, why was it important? I think for me, especially, um, like when I first came into a young adult group was in Minneapolis and I was on, I was, I hadn't really gotten into my faith for years, a long time. And I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to make this first step. Like, let me give it a try. Maybe this is the place to do it. Um, and I was so scared because I didn't think that it was for people like me. I was like, I don't know. I think people are just going to be there. Like, I don't know, like covered up in a, you know, a whole um, nun garb and there's going to be, and they're going to be praying rosaries and they're going to be like very, I don't know, uptight or so. I don't know what I thought that I was walking into. Um, and I was like, I, I, I'm not like that. I haven't been, you know, I've barely been to church in the last year. And I, you know, I was just kind of starting to dive back into my faith. So I think one thing is it's definitely a faith community, but the other thing is it is for every people from every walk of life. And it doesn't matter if you are a practicing Catholic for your entire life or are just starting to dip your toe into the faith. There's something for everyone in all of the groups that I've been a part of. There's really something for everyone there. And um, I think don't, um, don't be afraid. If you're wondering what young adult groups are about or what to expect, um, it was so, it was great. It was, it was eye-opening for me to see it's, it's people just like me. It's people from every walk of life who just want to be more intentional and grow deeper in their faith and do it with a community. Um, I think the other part of like, for me, why it was so important too was like in Minneapolis and definitely in San Francisco, I didn't see people practicing their faith. Um, I didn't, you know, I, as far as I could tell, nobody around me had faith or was, you know, Catholic or even Christian. Like I, that wasn't, that's never been like a part of my everyday life or a part of my work life. So, um, for me to like come into a community that you see, it normalizes it and you're like, oh, there are other people who are praying every day, who are doing these things that I want to be doing or that I am doing and people who can like help me grow in this. Um, I think is so huge. Like it just helps you to like have a community be held accountable and um, just to see it in your everyday life. Cause you might not see it outside of that. You might not see it at work. You might not see it anywhere else. So I think that's one of the 
another huge reason why it's so important to kind of be involved in the community. It's an opportunity to, I love what you said. It's an opportunity to see people living your faith. And that was a big thing for me when I moved to DC. It was one of the first things I did was I need to find a young adult group Mm. because I didn't really have any Catholic friends here and (laughs) I needed to make them. Uh, And it was so, so scary. I remember I, there's a really big young adults group in Virginia, like Northern Virginia, really close to us. And I remember I went to a, one of their meetings and there's a good, I would say 150 people there. First of all, I was like, I'm not in California anymore. I'm in Virginia, (laughs) but there were a ton of people. And I walked into the happy hour and I just stood there by myself because I didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, okay, all you have to do is say hi to one person. And then you're not going to be standing by yourself anymore. And I mustered up all the courage I have, I had within me. And I just walked up to someone, introduced myself and it was really, really, really scary. Even though I'm pretty extroverted, I was just terrified to show up in this place. I didn't know anyone, but like you said, it was so important to me to meet people who shared my values and were, as you'll mostly find in a city, these are people who are ambitious and enjoy their careers and are working hard. And I think that building that community is important wherever you go, especially if you move to a new place, which is what happened when you moved to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely moving to a new place because there's a lot of places you can find friends, but I think definitely some of my deepest friendships have been with people who share my same values and who share my faith and who understand that side of me in a way that other people might not be able to. So definitely a great place to find friends and figure out a new city. (laughs) I love it. Totally. So kind of pivoting into, all right, so I've gone to this young adult group. I've been a couple times. I don't really feel connected. Like what, what do we do? What do we do if that's the experience? What would you say to someone who says, Hey, I'm going to these young adult events. I'm showing up. I just don't feel welcome. I don't feel like I'm part of this community. Yeah. (laughs) You get, you get out what you put into it. I actually, when I moved to San Francisco, I was living in Berkeley, which is across the, the Bay. And it took me Some days it would take me a full hour to drive after work in rush hour traffic to get to this um, young adult group in San Francisco, but it was the biggest one. It was very active. It was, you know, where I wanted to be. And so I told myself I was going to go to this young adult group every week for 13 weeks because that is a fiscal quarter. And like, I don't know, that seemed like (laughs) the right amount of time to me. And I said like, and after that, if I hate it, I never have to go again, but I'm going to go every single week um, to give it a shot. And I think I am so thankful that I did because I was able to go. Not only was I able over time to meet people because it takes a while. Not everyone goes every week. You kind of need to be there a while to really get to know people. And I got involved. I got to kind of understand how um, just how the young adult group worked and kind of, you know, what I liked and didn't like about it. And so that really led to then my opportunity to join the leadership team of our young adult group because they were like, hey, we see you here a lot and we see that you're actively involved. Um, we, we love it if you join the leadership team. So that was, um, you get it, you get out what you put into it. You know, um, I think it can be discouraging at first and it is difficult, I think, if you're coming in and you don't know anybody and especially if there's not a great culture of um, people reaching out right in the beginning. But um, I think, 
you kind of got to keep going, put the work in. And sometimes maybe you need a different community. There's a different community in San Francisco has a completely different feel um, than the community I was a part of. So sometimes it just means like maybe that one isn't for you and that's okay too. There's others out there. Mm -hmm. That's, that's totally wise. And you're underplaying your involvement. You stepped in and created a hospitality role and made everyone feel so welcome. I mean, I just watched that community flourish when you stepped in to lead and to, to be so intentional about making sure that that person who came in by themselves for the first time knew that they were cared for and knew that someone wanted to come up and meet them. And yeah, as you said, you know, oftentimes it's, you get at what you put in and the things that you think are missing, other people probably think are missing too. I mean, you and I were in a Bible study together and that didn't exist until you and I had a conversation and said, we need this. We need a small group study. And, and that was a very necessary need. It was needed in that community. And it, it again flourished because it was a need and and it wasn't just us who wanted it. Everyone wanted it, but no one really knew where to start. So I, I love that. It, it is, you get at what you put in. And I, I have given so many people the advice that what you just said about your fiscal quarter, although I've been <laughs> messing it up. I've told, I've had a couple friends move recently and I said, all right, here's what you got to do for 10 weeks. You need to go to a young adult group. I don't care like what it is. I don't care if you don't like it. 10 straight weeks, you got to go, but I've been, I've been jipping them. I should have, I should have known 13, 13. No, <sighs> let me tell you by the end of 13 weeks, I was exhausted in all that rush hour traffic. So I think 10 is a great goal. That's a great place to start. I was like, oh, up the Kendra advice. Yeah. Stay home and watch TV next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, just give me a Wednesday off. Yeah. yeah. I remember. No, I remember no, that. It was good. It was definitely a good, um, good thing to do. I like 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a, con- it's a consistent thing. Totally. Okay. So I've been in my group. I'm, I'm trying to give a lot so I can get a lot. What would you say to people who are moving into leadership roles or wanting to take a more active role in their young adult community? What was your suggestion? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways you can go. Um, I think it's like find the need in your group. So I think kind of what I was craving and because I had come into a young adult group, um, I didn't know anybody and I was coming in, not really, you know, just basically starting my faith journey. It was so important for me to have people who came up to me and said hello and invited me to do things. And, um, you know, made me feel like a part of the group. And so for me, that was just so important. Um, and that was kind of the, I don't want to call it a gap, but that was, that was what I wanted to like really dive into in, in this young adult group. So um, that's kind of where I like started the little hospitality committee of, of one and um, just really made sure that we were being really cognizant of, okay, where, where are the new people? Let's make sure to introduce them to other people. Um, let's, you know, let's make sure that we have time specifically to be in small groups where people might feel more comfortable opening up. Um, because I think it is as, as a leadership team member, you're, you're kind of expected to do that. Um, and I think in the, in the, some of the best young adult groups that I have been a part of or heard of is you actually have leadership team members who are training or kind of like mentoring other people to help them either with whatever it is. So if they're new and, and they're growing in their faith, they'll, you'll help them grow in their faith. If they are 
super into their faith and actually maybe they belong on the leadership team and can mentor them and help them to, you know, grow into that kind of a role. So I think there's, um, yeah, so many different ways to like get the best out of your group and kind of like find those gaps and bring people in is so important. Mm. And that's what our, our Protestant brothers and sisters do that so well. They do it so well. They'll build these community groups and meet every week. And it's this immediate moment of you're new, come hang out with us. And mm-hmm. the invitation, right? An invitation is the kindest gift you can give to someone. And it's totally free. You just say, hey, come and join us. And it makes people feel so good. I know when I moved here and that I was telling, talking about earlier, I walked into that group and I met one girl. She turned around and introduced me to these two other women mm-hmm. who are two of my closest friends here. And the reason why is because we were talking for a little while and then they looked at me and said, Hey, why don't we go to a happy hour on Friday? Do you want to go? And they took me to this really fun outdoor uh, restaurant in Georgetown. And I just felt so seen, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it was so easy for them to just say, Hey, let's go get happy hour after work on Friday. And I, I appreciated it so much. Like, I don't know if I could articulate how much I appreciated walking out of that experience with a plan for that mm-hmm. for a couple of days later to, to get to know these people better. And, you know, we could have gone to happy hour and decided we didn't really get along and called it a day, but we're still friends. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I totally agree. It's so easy to invite somebody and in. it can just you know, change their day. It can be the difference between them never coming back again and them actually getting involved in their faith. It's, Mm. um, I think it's so important and I important for the person coming in who doesn't know anybody, but also, you know, it helps you too, to like grow, grow your network and bring in people and understand, you know, learn where people are at and like extend your love to them. I think it's, it's so big. Um, yeah, it's a really important piece. Mm-hmm. And having somewhere to invite people to. I loved that. I would get in an Uber after church and there would be someone else getting in the Uber and it would be a, another girl and I, who I'd never seen. And I would say, Hey, like, what are you doing tomorrow night? I have a Bible study on Mondays. Do you want to come? Or like, Hey, oh, cool. uh, we have young adult group on Wednesday. Have you ever been? And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I invited to Bible study in Uber. <laughs> it was a lot. Or like I'd get into a shared. Remember when we used to do Uber pools and, you know, oh, yeah. lift lines? In good old days. The good yeah. old days where you'd make so many friends. <laughs> I made so many friends in cars where they would come pick me up at the church and I would, they'd say, oh, like, do you go there? And someone would say in the car, like, oh, I'm Catholic. And I'd say, oh, we have a great young adult group on Wednesdays. I mean, <laughs> it just gives you to have something to invite people to. First of all, mm-hmm. everyone loves to get invita- in- invited. Everyone loves to get an invitation. <laughs> it makes us feel good. But mm-hmm. having a young adult group or some sort of fellowship group totally turns the tables because that's what people want. They want to be invited into those spaces. And we have the power to do that. Even if you're not a leader, even if you just go, just invite Definitely. somebody. Yeah. And that's, that's, I would always encourage that culture. It shouldn't just be the leaders. It should just be the culture of the group to say hello and welcome people in and ask them out for coffee. And do you want to go to, you know, you usually go to a bar or something after young adult group. So like it's, it should be a part of the culture where everyone is involved in that. And there's some ways that you can really grow that, especially from a leadership team, you can be really intentional about making sure that there are people on point to do that work. Um, but I think in general, we should all be looking to be 
um, welcoming. I love it. Okay. I want to jump into a couple misconceptions about young adult groups and get your hot take. So you're in the hot seat, (laughs) hot takes on young adult groups. Okay. Awesome. So these were submitted by people on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us, we're at the Sunday, Monday underscore, and you can join us there. Uh, but these are some misconceptions. The first one is, um, young adult group is for holy people who are good and kind and perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what I thought at first too. (laughs) It's like, Oh, I don't belong here. I don't think this makes sense for me. I went to a bar last night, like this isn't going to work out. Um, but no, I mean, yes, there are many holy and wonderful people in young adult groups, but um, kind of mentioned it earlier. It's just you, um, there are people of every walk of life. And I have found some of my very best friends in from young adult groups that are just so dear to my heart. And so I think, um, yeah, people are good and holy, but there's also people who are just starting out and people who are just starting to learn about the faith. And I think young adult groups have the ability to meet you where you're at. Mm. And I think something that we've talked about as well in this is that there's a potential to get hurt more easily in a young adult group Mm. because you have this space of vulnerability and, you know, you expect, you, you put this expectation on people that they are going to be so good (laughs) and holy and, and people we're just flawed. Like we're all flawed. Um, and I, I've seen that happen where I think that that there's so much woundedness that happens in church circles because mm-hmm. we try to be kind. So then we bounce around and dance around the issues um, and end up talking about people behind their backs or, you know, going on trips without inviting people. I mean, there's so many things, right. That happen in these circles. And I think it can cut harder mm-hmm. than it would cut in a normal friend group. Um, because you, you have this, you kind of elevate people to this expectation of you're not going to hurt my feelings. And I, I don't know, I've just seen that happen. And Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on thoughts on that. Yeah. Thoughts on, I I mean, I think anytime you go into a group where you're willing to be vulnerable and share and, um, you know, kind of just like show people another side of you, like, of course, there's also that extra potential that you could get hurt. I don't think that's a reason not to do it (laughs) necessarily. Um, especially coming into these young adult groups that are like people do really do have kind hearts and they really do want the best for you and hopefully we're all practicing of like hey how can we be loving each other and um I I my experience has been that it's kind of a I don't know a soft place to land so to speak whereas like it's okay to be vulnerable and we're not going to um take take advantage of that (laughs) you know we're not going to um Yeah. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that that Mm -hmm. makes sense, but like that it is a place where you you are able to do that and people will love you for it and, um, and are open to that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, are, do you have like examples or things you're thinking of where it's been difficult? (laughs) Well, I just think like, no matter what group you enter into, there are going to be people that you're friends with more naturally. And there are people that you connect with immediately. Like I met you and I was like, I like this girl. (laughs) We're going to be friends, (laughs) but there's, there will also be people that you don't necessarily connect with as well. Mm -hmm. And just like you just said, Kendra, we are called to love and we're called to love people. And we're also called to be kind. Um, 
but that doesn't mean you have to be friends with everyone. Uh, it, it just means that, you know, you're going to be exposed to people that maybe you wouldn't normally hang out with or (laughs) spend time with. And I just, I don't know. I just, I think that, I think that when going into these circles, just remembering that people are people and, and again, as you said, there's always a potential to, to feel like, you know, people are hanging out without you or stuff's happening without you. And the reality is that like, we're all just flawed and we're doing our best. And, um, and yeah, for the most part, as you said, you're going to meet people who have those values and are kind and good and nice and, and want to take care of you. Right. Yeah. Okay. On to the next misconception. This is a fun one. (laughs) Young adult group is, uh, the place where I can go husband hunting. (laughs) You want to dive into that one? Oh gosh. So this is the worst because I think you should not hunt for your husband at a young adult group. Having said that, (laughs) yeah, tell us about your story. I did meet my husband at a young adult group, so I can't, I can't speak, but I just think, I think as a single person, um, your job is to work on your relationship between yourself and God, the third person in your relationship and yourself and yourself, like, right? Like your job is to be working on these relationships with, with yourself and with God so that you are prepared to come into a relationship as healed and whole and ready to um, give your whole heart to somebody and completely love somebody. Um, and so don't go into a young adult group with this sole intent of marriage. There's so many other amazing reasons to be there. Um, and if you find your love along the way, that's great. But I don't think that's ever like a great expectation have coming in um but it can happen because you are in a great community (laughs) because like at like myself um you are in a great community with um with people who share your faith and who share your values and so that's you know a great place to to meet good people Mm -hmm. um does that bust the myth (laughs) I don't know yeah a lot of thoughts on it of of how like you know there's a lot of ways to do it well and there's a lot of ways to not do it well and like you said that can lead to hurt and that can lead to you know difficult situations but um I think go go to a young adult group because you are going to deepen your faith and you want to join a community and you want to have friends um don't go because you're going to find a husband I can tell you my experience with that too was that I um Yes, I met Mike at a young adult group. I actually met him at a young, at a, it was an NFP talk. I think my opening line was um, something about mucus. So (laughs) you can't, you can't start um, any stranger than that. But um, I was not expecting to meet anybody. um, And I actually, me and Mike were texting and kind of chatting for a while. And I told him, I just moved here. Um, I just want to learn. I just want to get girlfriends first. I just want to get my bearings in this city. If you're still interested in a month, like give me a call. So, um, so I really do think it's like, make sure that you're going there for the right reasons. Um, and not only to find a date because it's obvious too. people can tell when guys are running around trying to get everybody's numbers and girls are batting their eyelashes, you know what what they're up to. So (laughs) you're not hiding it from anybody. (laughs) No, not at all. I know. I, I think that 
yeah, I think that there's so much to be gained from those communities. And I have made so many good friends, but even I have fallen into that thing of like, oh, I wonder who's going to be there. And it just like, (laughs) it sucks so much of the presence out of those events, right? Where you're like, why am I here? And I've had so many moments where I've had to just be like, okay, why am I going to this? Why am I coming to this? Like, is the purpose because I really need this time in prayer? Like, or, or what's, what's that? Or is it because I'm like hungry for this community and exactly what you said, like, there's so much to gain from young adult groups. Obviously you're, you are in a pool of people who take their faith seriously. And that's, I'd say it's a great place to, you know, hang out if you're looking for someone, but it doesn't, (laughs) yeah exactly what you said it's it's a little obvious and it's a little painful and it (laughs) it's there's so many better things um to do with with young adult groups which I think are so good um yeah I do think there's ways to do it um well tactfully right like it it is a good place it is a good place where you know you're on the same kind of page as some of these people but I think it's like you have to be starting from this baseline of faith and friendship like that's where the baseline should be and so um I've seen it both ways where women are saying oh why aren't why isn't any the guys aren't asking anyone out they're not standing up they're not being men and I've seen it the opposite way where you're like oh that guy just asked four girls out tonight. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable with, you know, I've seen it both ways. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it's like, start from a baseline of faith and friendship. And once you've, you know, begun that, like probably don't ask them the very first time you met them, probably make sure that you have some sort of friendship built up um, over time first. And then I think the other thing is that women also need to be open to it. I think we have a tendency to say like, oh, you know, I'm only dating people that are over six feet tall and they have to have this color hair and they, yeah, no, I think women have a tendency to be really specific. And, um, I think it's one thing to be intentional and a different thing just to be picky because maybe we're used to swiping and finding the perfect, you know, trying to find the perfect match. But, um, so I think women need to be open to it too. At the end of the day, it's a cup of coffee and you don't really have to worry about like, great, if it doesn't work out, no big deal. If it does work out, great, you know, and, and you don't have to worry about it. But I think people put a lot of pressure on the first date and um, it doesn't need to be that way. Totally, totally. And, and that I think is the tricky part of being in community and dating in community is that you feel like everyone knows and everyone sees and people... Uh, it's just, just think words, word travels fast. And I, I just, I think that as, as people who are in any sort of community, really trying to be intentional about not falling into that little, you know, the gossip world of saying, oh my gosh, did you see this person with this person at mass and all these things, mm-hmm. right? It just, it's so <laughs> tempting, but it's just not, um, it's not, it's just like treat people the way you'd want to be treated. And, right. um, and respect that like, it is a great, yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great way to meet people and it's a great way to make friends. And if it, if it doesn't turn into love, then guess what? Like you've made a new friend. And if it does, then you're like Kendra and Mike, the beautiful, um, shiny <laughs> example of couple. <laughs> the perfect young adult couple, couple. Yeah. Um, so good. Uh, is there, do you have any other thoughts on young adult groups? Anything that you, you would say to someone who's kind of interested in like exploring one, but doesn't really know like where to start. Yeah, I think, I don't know. 
obviously I had a really great um, experience in, in all of my young adult groups. And, but I, like I said, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So if you're going to give it a try, give it a real try and don't be afraid. It, it's not uncommon at, you might think you're going to walk in the room and you're going to be like, I'm the only new one here. I, I don't know anybody. Everybody else knows somebody. Not true. There's probably a dozen other new people just like you in the room. And so people are kind of expecting and, um, you know, you, you're hoping that people are going to reach out to you, but I think people are also expecting you to reach out to them and just say, hi, I'm new here. Tell me about it. Or, you know, who are the leaders? Like, let me get to know some people. Could you introduce mm-hmm. me to a friend? Like, those are all really normal things to um, to say and to hear at a at a young adult group. And I think it's um, if you're not used to that culture, if you haven't been a part of it, it's kind of scary to reach out to somebody and ask those things or just start talking to somebody new. But it's really common, and that's kind of what people are expecting. Coffee chats are another thing that are like pretty common in young adult circles, which. But so I, I still get nervous about coffee chats. I'm like, oh, is it, is it weird to ask somebody? But just do it. You just, oh, hey, it was really, it was really great talking to you. Or I've, you know, I've met you a couple of times now. Like, let's grab coffee. And that is another really normal way to get to know people um, that um, I've seen happen time and time again. So I think go there and don't be afraid to say hello, to reach out because a bunch of other people are doing it and people are expecting you to do it too. Mm, I love that. Yeah. It's in many young adult groups. I know that we did this in San Francisco and it's the same out here. They do events and they go on hikes and they mm-hmm. we had this awesome camping trip in Yosemite with, with our yes. San Francisco group. And sometimes those are easier places to meet people because you're on a hike or, you know, you're going for a walk versus kind of being in a little, you know, church, church rec room yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just a little more natural. And then you get out you get to go see something beautiful and hang out with new people. It's just fun. So I would say if you're feeling really nervous about going, maybe figure out when they're going on a hike and just tag along and jump in someone's car and <laughs> make mm-hmm. some friends. Or a volunteer event is a really mm. great way to, um, in Minnesota, our church had a softball team. So that was a really fun way. Um, there's all sorts of outlets and especially with these thriving young adult groups, there's usually, it's not just the you know, once weekly thing, there's usually all kinds of things that you can get plugged into and find kind of what works for you. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Kendra, my, my queen of young adult groups. It's just oh, always so good to, to talk to you and to get your wisdom. I know that this is hopefully going to be really helpful to people who are interested and, you know, have no idea what, what they're about to get into. But I think my experience with young adult groups have greatly enriched my life in ways in my faith, my career, um, just everything. I mean, it's just been so good to, to have those communities. And I echo what you say, just go out there and put, put yourself into it and you'll get out what you put in totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, one last question for you tonight. What is working for you right now? What is working for me? Um, I, one of my Lenten goals was to get into adoration or at least get into a church um, to pray at least once a week. Um, just since churches and adoration has been closed lately with COVID, that's I've been something that I haven't done in a long time. So I've really been taking the extra effort and oh, God is so good. And you go to adoration and 
Jesus is just there with you. And it has been a really good addition for me for me for Lent. So that is working right now. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Adoration's the best. Totally. Oh, well, thank you for being here, Kendra. I really appreciate it. And I hope that everyone is is ready and rearing to, to go out there and meet some other young adults. <laughs> Do it. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Jane. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do. Sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye. Bye.